Jenny Green. Weekdays from 3 on 2FM. The sound of the nation. Now it is Wednesday. So it is time for us to catch up with Deirdre Malumbi from .ie. Now, we're not talking about TV or films today, Deirdre, but I just wanted to mention something to you that I finally watched The Lost Daughter the other night and I don't know, actually be interested to know if anyone else has as well. I actually, I was kind of left stunned by the end of it that I had just inflicted that on myself for two hours and 20 minutes. But you, you did not feel that way about it. <laughs> no, I actually quite enjoyed it. Now, I will readily admit it is probably a bit pulpy if that makes sense. But I kind of just got like stuck into like that whole vibe of it. And I did think, you know, the acting was great. And um, oh, what's the name of that actress? Jessie Buckley, I don't think gets enough credit for how talented an actress she really is. So I was just like looking at her up on the screen thinking, I'm so proud of her. She so was proud of our Jessie. <laughs> and to be fair to her, she was brilliant. But I remember we were about an hour into it and I, I needed to um, use the facilities. And uh, Kel, <laughs> Kel said to me, will I pause it? And I said, no. Just leave, please. Nah, go ahead. Please don't pause. I said, feel free to forward 10 minutes off it while I'm gone. And I walked very slowly up the stairs. <laughs> I think that's the ultimate sign when you don't pause it for the loo. It's just like, not no, working. It's, it's not crap. happening. I was like, I might make coffee while I'm out here as well. Anyway, um, that is not what we're talking about today. So um, as people may have seen on Twitter, there's a new daily word game that has taken over. It's called Wordle. People either bragging about their results or sharing their misery as they fail. So what do all these little yellow, green and grey squares mean? And it is, it's, is it addictive? Oh, you can only play it once a day, though, as far as I know, Deirdre, at the moment. Isn't that right? That's right. And to be honest with you, Jenny, I think that's probably just as well because you could easily sink like a whole workday into this. And maybe they didn't want to get trouble on that basis. So they're just they're just teasing out just the one teaser day. And I also think that it's interesting in that everyone gets the same one. So there is this kind of community around it and that you're always trying to get the same word as everyone else's. And you're kind of directly competing against like not just fellow like Irish Twitter users, but people all across the world. Like this game has really taken off. There was a new New York Times article posted around I think it was New Year's and just the conversation on Twitter like all of its mentions both on Irish Twitter and on global Twitter have just skyrocketed. Um, For anyone who's unfamiliar with the game basically you have six guesses to figure out the five letter word of the day and if you have a letter correct and in the correct spot it'll glow green while letters that are correct but in the wrong spot will glow yellow and it actually reminds me a lot of do you remember that game the board game Mastermind from a few years ago? Do you know, I remember that I don't think I ever played it because producer Reg was talking to me about this the other day. I was thinking of the old school mastermind and that's a very different game. Uh, that's a very different one but the whole idea of this board game was that it's either you or the other players because it's kind of a two player game you make a code of four coloured beads and then the other person has to guess the colours of the beads and get them in order and if you get one right a colour right but in the wrong place you get a little white marker and then right colours in the right place get a little red marker so it's very like that I suppose except that you also have the added dimension of the fact that it is a word you know as opposed to just like a sequence of colours that you have to get. Um, I was also a little bit frustrated by today's word in that it used an American spelling. So for anyone who is um, out there and wants to give it a go, just be aware that they that they're all Americanized words. But I mean, I like like I said before, I like the fact that it's one a day and I I started it today. And you know what? I I think I'll give it another go tomorrow. Okay, I won't say what that word is because I was discussing this off earlier, but there is a lot of people giving out about the, um, as you said, the American spelling. So bear that in mind if you're struggling a little bit. But we're going to move on to 
Uh, some of the all-time classics, um, Tetris. I remember when I got my first phone, I just could not stop playing this. When I think about how basic it is now. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. For me, my first um, game on my phone was Snake. Like Snake, you just sink hours and hours into. And uh, Tetris. Tetris was kind of the first, like, Game Boy game I played. Do you know what? Sorry, you're dead right. I was mixing it up with Snake, but Tetris I do remember on the Game Boy. Now, this is it, you see. Similar idea, but I completely forgot. So remind everyone about Tetris. Yeah, so for people who can't remember, the whole idea is that there are blocks that are coming down from the top of the screen and you can move these blocks around. Uh, They either go left to right or you can rotate them. And the whole idea is you want to get the blocks so that they fill out the empty space in a line and then the blocks vanish and you get some points and you lose when you allow the blocks to all add up to the very top of the screen. And in some versions of the game, you can actually, you know, amp up the speed at which the blocks fall. Um, And then sometimes when you increase your score or as time passes, the speed at which the blocks fall um, also heightens um, a little bit of fun history about the game Go on. in case you're with it it actually hails from Russia I feel like a lot of people would know that but it was actually invented by a computer programmer whose name was Alexei Patchinov and I hope I pronounced that correctly <laughs> in uh, 1984 and the word comes from a combination of tetra which is the Greek word meaning for and tennis which was Alexei's favorite game uh sorry favorite sport and it's actually one of the great early video games it's considered to be in the ranks of such games as pong space invaders and pac-man and as you know with all those video titles like these are just timeless games that you can get stuck right into at any age or stage of life i think i think especially at the moment as we're kind of maybe sick of watching stuff on tv and you're looking for things to do so that is definitely another one people can dip back into if they wish now the next one that we have is sudoku I absolutely love Sudoku. I Now, I know that you can get kind of the mobile games or you can get it on your computer or whatever, but I'm a bit old school in that I do do the Sudoku in the notebooks, but it's great that you kind of have it available on all different types of platforms. So this is a game that is played on a grid of nine by nine squares. Uh, the rows and columns are all nine squares, each made up of three by three spaces. And the whole idea is that you need to fill out each line, each row, um, each column and each square with the numbers one to nine without repeating any of the numbers. Numbers. So it does probably sound a bit more complicated the way I explained it there than <laughs> it is, but it is it is fairly straightforward. It's kind of a process of elimination. I think that when people see numbers, they think immediately that it has something to do with maths. But in this case, it's not really. It's just kind of more logic and reasoning, I would say. And the great thing about it as well is that there are so many levels that you can opt into. You can start with kind of the um, easier games in which most of the squares are filled out already. And then kind of the hardcore Sudoku fans will be doing the more difficult puzzles in which like there are only a few numbers filled in. Now, I'd be somewhere, I think, in between. Um, And then a little bit about the game's history as well. Sudoku first appeared um, in 1979 in puzzle books. But the modern version that we know today, uh, it was actually invented by the Japanese company Nikolai in about 1986. So another 1980s movie for you there. And the word means single number in Japanese. 80s was like a big... um, decade I think for like you know video games and arcades and all of that so I think that's why you get a lot of these games coming out then you get the classics um, but some of the other ones now because uh, the relatively new mobile games that have gotten players hooked I've never played Candy Crush because I know if I did I would probably be up till about six in the morning but um, are you are you someone who's played this game at all 
I actually haven't. And I also would be in the in the same camp as you, Jenny, and that I'm too worried that I'll end up because I remember there was a point where you would go on like the dart or the bus and literally everyone on their phones was playing Candy Crush. And I was like, I just can't. I can't even go near it. I know I will be sucked in. Um, And the funny thing about it is that it was actually introduced to the world back in 2011. It became one of the five most popular games on Facebook by 2012, which I think is hilarious. The fact that it was kind of it reached its heyday kind of 10 years ago because it seems so much newer than that. Yeah, I thought it was actually. And I, I know people who've played it and like their their hands have seized and their thumbs and things. And I was just like, absolutely not. I'm not going near it. <laughs> no, it's not a good idea. I think that the other th- like real selling point of it is that it is like candy and it's like kind of attractive looking and very colorful. Uh, for anyone who's unfamiliar with it, the whole goal of the game is that you want to clear as many rows and columns as possible in as few moves as possible. And I know that each level kind of has an objective um, and and you clear the candy pieces from the board by lining three in a row. So again, you can kind of see how it has links to stuff like Tetris and stuff like that. So all of these games, I think, do kind of have, you know, ways in which they, um, you know, overlap and stuff like that. But Candy Crush, I think that if we're getting into, you know, the subject of addictive brain games that are on your mobile and PC, I couldn't not mention this one, <laughs> even if I'm not a fan myself, just because so many have been in it. And who knows, it might make a comeback now with this whole Wordle thing. It, it probably will actually and I think people will, will go back to it even who may have forgotten about it now we're almost out of time but give us uh, quickly two more that you would recommend um, okay well I have to say Cuckoo Cube this is one of my favourite ones um, and it's another free browser game which I think is super handy because that's the same with Wordle you literally just Google it and it comes up uh, so the whole idea of it is that you have a grid of coloured squares and you always have to press or click on the one that is a different colour to everything else usually it's just a teeny bit lighter so as as you go up in the levels the grid gets bigger and bigger and it's harder and harder to spot which square is just a slightly different colour to everything else I have gotten I have spent hours and hours doing this it is very addictive the whole (laughs) idea you shouldn't look at each square individually because then you'll run out of time. It's a time game as well, adding to the pressure. Uh, you want to look at the whole grid. Um, it's an interesting one as well to kind of test your eyesight. But please be aware, it is not a medical test. It will not replace a doctor's visit. It's just for a bit of crack. Um, so like I said, that's Cuckoo Cube. And you can play that both on your mobile on your or on your PC. I'd probably recommend for mobile because your thumb is just that bit quicker than the mouse, I think. And then one final one to leave us with. What would you go with? I think I'll go for Pico Park because I haven't really mentioned any games that you can play with or against friends so far. So Pico Park is what's called a cooperative local multiplayer action puzzle game. Uh, you can have two players or up to eight. Um, it's available on all different platforms, Nintendo Switch, uh, your PC. You can play it both online or locally. And the whole idea is that each of the players get like a little character and each level has a different kind of gimmick or puzzle to it that you have to resolve. So there are different you know levels like for example there's one in which all of your characters are tied together and you have to swing yourselves across the various levels Uh, there's one in which there are all these bouncing balls all across the screen and between the eight of you you have to catch them all there are different like um, timed ones for example and you're being say chased by a giant boulder and you all have to get to the key and get through the door in time and uh, what's nice about it as well is that no man gets left behind if any team member gets left behind then you instantly lose 
lose the level. Um, I played this during lockdown and there was a big group of us and I think we were up until something like 2am trying to complete this game. Uh, we did it, but uh, we didn't talk to each other for a while after that. There were blames thrown around. <laughs> What I was wondering about that is, can you can you talk to each other while you're playing it or are you all just playing it online? Oh, well, what we do is there's um, there's different kind of platforms that do it. I think it was Steam was the name of the one we use, but it was an actual like um, like audio channel that we had it on. I think that communication is absolutely key for this game. I would recommend having like Skype or one of those open so that you can actually talk to each other because I don't know how you could complete it without it. But <laughs> it's just a lot of fun and it's great that there are these games out there to either you know occupy your own free time or to uh, play with friends that's it so if anyone dares reintroduce a zoom quiz suggest Pico Park instead Uh, we got some great ones there Deirdre thank you so much as always thanks for having me here we go Jenny Green weekdays from 3 on 2FM the sound of the nation